Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. I'm very excited today to welcome Dr. Tapsana Thomas. She is the author of Secrets of the Lymphatic System, The Fountain of Youth is Within Us, Ancient Wisdom Unveiled. She's a metaphysician and a doctor of energy medicine, and she is a unique cancer survivor. She had lymphatic cancer. She's going to talk about it today and her book and her work. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Dr. Topsana Thomas to It's Rainmaking Time. Good morning. Good morning. I am delighted to be here. <laughs> I'm excited because even though we've done many, many shows on health and wellness, I really wanted to talk about the lymph system, which we haven't covered, but I wondered if you would mind talking a little bit about when you got cancer many years ago and how you have transformed your body temple. Okay. Well, um, over 31 years ago now, I had uh, terminal lymphatic cancer, and I had done all that had that was available at the time, chemotherapy, all that. And, of course, you know, it didn't work. Actually, it's not designed to, whether people know it or not. Um, there are uh, many, many ways of uh, dealing with all kinds of cancers, but the, our Western system only deals with chemicals in one way. And so if that's all you know, then that's all you do, and that's what I did. Um, upon finding that I was uh, only had three weeks to live, I had already uh, learned to do this form of meditation called Sirachab Yoga. And it was meditation for uh, self-realization and for God-realization. I was always seeking after the truth. And uh, so that was one of the things I learned. Um, upon finding everything out and not knowing el what else to do, uh, I uh, decided, okay, it's okay that I'm not going to be here because at that point I really didn't like the world. I didn't like what was happening in the world. I didn't like being a woman. It was really a lot of uh, uh, discord going on in my own being. And so it was okay that I wasn't going to be here initially because there wasn't enough love here to me and it was just uh, very confusing. No one could explain to me why children are starving who didn't do anything, why, wonderful, why terrible things were happening to wonderful people. And so um, not having any answers and having searched for so long, it didn't matter. And then I went home. About three days after that, I heard a voice within me say, what you're experiencing is man's inhumanity to man. This has nothing to do with God. Remember, this is a free will zone. People have choice here. And hearing that message, I thought, what? You mean people are choosing to be this way and live like this? Well, I'm glad I'm leaving. I don't want to be in this. And then three days after that, I saw a vision of this time. Then I wanted to live with all my might. And I didn't know what to do because uh, I, my body was completely deteriorated. There was absolutely nothing I or anyone else that I knew knew what to do. So I just made the declaration, well, I really want to live, but I don't know what to do. And so if I'm going... I'm going in the face of the Creator, so I just sat in meditation, you know, 20 hours a day, sometimes more than that, only enough to, I, I would get up to go to the bathroom, I wasn't hungry or anything like that, so I didn't, wasn't concerned about any of that, all I was concerned about was that I may go at any moment, and so I'm going to be going in the face of God if I do it. And interesting things happened. Uh, the more I did that day by day, I felt a little better and a little better. After a few months of meditating like that, 
I was able to be up all day, and I was starting to recover. Even though my body was still in a really deteriorated state, at least I could be up. Before then, when I first started, I could only be up like 15 minutes at a time, and I had to go lay down. So that was a huge improvement that I could see and feel. And then after that, uh, people just started showing up, like one couple that I knew they were in show business, and they just showed up one day at my door. And I opened the door, and the man, his name, we called him Dickie, he just looked at me and he said, Girl, you're dying. <laughs> and I said, Yeah, I know. But I don't know what to do about it. I'm just meditating. And he said, well, he took me by the hand. He looked me in the eye and he said, well, you're not going to die, okay? And I said, okay. It was like I was a five-year-old, you know, looking at this, you know, person. And so at that point, he took me to the health food store and got this book called Back to Eden. I don't know if the audience is aware of that book, but that was one of the that is the Bible of herbs. It has every kind of herb you can think of, and it explains what they do, what they're for, and it has a section on cancer just by itself that was like an inch thick. And so uh, he took me to the store. We got the herbs. He showed me how to make them, and I started taking those. That was the beginning, and then I... Uh, had to learn about it, uh, cleaning myself out with colonics, and um, I did have a chiropractor friend who also was a meditator who called me and said, come over, and uh, he had a special way that he did uh, uh, colon therapy, and he had special herbs that he used, so I worked with him. Um, I was told about Mishokushi. Now, Mishokushi was uh, the first one to bring macrobiotics to the United States. And uh, he was in New York at the time. I went to see him, and he told me, he said, if you want to completely get well from this, you must go on a mucusless diet. He said, you know, cancer cells love mucus, and it keeps the the system toxic, so uh, so I went on a mucusless diet, a macrobiotic diet. That means no meat, no no dairy. All you had, all I ate was brown rice, veggies, seaweed, uh, salted plums, and uh, some other things that are there. Uh, his book is available for those who are interested, and the way you spell his name is M-I-C-H-O, and that's Misho, and Kushi is K-U-S-H-I, and uh, it's very easy. I stayed on that diet for years. It was just the best one for me. My body just loved it, and uh, that really helped a lot in terms of giving my body the, the food and nourishments that, that, that it needed. But it, it's, oh, the other thing was I couldn't, nothing raw, because it takes so much energy to digest raw food. In a macrobiotic diet, everything is cooked, because it takes less energy to digest it, and uh, yet you're getting what you need. And so that was... Uh, a huge learning curve for me in terms of understanding food and combining foods. And, well, the, the point is when you embark upon any kind of journey, you know, you start at the beginning and then you start growing and growing more into it as you get into it. With respect to lymphatic cancer, it feels like a mystery cancer. We don't hear of it very often. How does the medical profession say that one establishes it in the body? Well, when the lymphatics, you know, the lymphatics, the way that they look at it, the lymphatics basically is the cleansing system. And uh, when, the bot, when the protein level in the blood becomes so high 
that oxygen can't even be taken into the blood. And that's when they determine and they start looking at the, the lymph system. Also, when people have uh, swellings and uh, in their necks or in their arms or in their groin areas that don't go down or they just, they, the point is this. The doctors that were trained before the 19, the, the mid-1950s were trained and they knew about the lymphatic system. The lymphatic system is not just the cleansing part of the system. It's the oxygen delivery system to every cell. Anything that will prevent oxygen from getting to the cells will create cancer because cancer is a lack, it starts by a lack of oxygen at the cellular level. It has to be severe, but it, once you have, have depleted the oxygen supply by uh, protein blockages that are created every time you get upset from uh, drugs, all drugs cause blockages, uh, impure water and food, pesticides, all that, anything that is not a natural part of the food chain, and we take that into our bodies, it will cause an immune response that we call protein blockages. The lymphatic system is the base of the immune system. It's not part of it. It's the base of it, and it's rooted in the small intestine. So as the food goes, goes into the small intestine, the small intestine takes different nutrients out at different parts as the food moves through and then it dumps the waste into the large intestine, which is the bowel. Any, when you're eating foods and drinking substances that have no nutritional value or have a, a large, that have a lot of the toxins and poisons that our food has in it, that's what's being taken out by the, the, as whatever nutrients that are there, if there are any there, as it's taken out of the uh, food and by the small intestine, so is so are these toxins and poisons, and so that immediately causes uh, blockages, meaning protein blockages. Let me explain this because it's. Our bodies are protein production machine. Every system produces proteins to run that system. So it's the gastrointestinal system. It has its, its uh, digestive uh, enzymes and all that. All those are proteins. The nervous system, it has its proteins to run it. So every system, we're just producing proteins to run that those systems. So anything that will cause a blockage, the blockage is a protein. And so because the lymphatic system is also electromagnetic, it is an energy body. It is not Physical, except for where you see the, the, the nodes, the mother nodes that are large enough that if we have an infection or something like that, we actually can feel the nodes in our neck or wherever we're having the issue. Do the toxins dwell in the nodes when we haven't gotten them out of our system? Well, they can, but what, what happens is when you start feeling something in the nodes, there is a battle going on in the nodes. The nodes filter the lymph and the blood. And the reason it does that is because it's actually one system. The circulatory system and the lymphatic system are one system, but we don't look at it over here in the Western medicine. We don't look at it like that. They think of the circulatory system where, say, the oxygen comes into the lungs and then it goes to the heart and it, and then it gets, it, it to them and it filters into the blood somehow. Well, that's not how it works. It, the oxygen comes in and uh, as the, there is an exchange system in the heart where 
some of the lymph flows from the right side of the heart into the left side, and as it flows into the left side, it picks up blood platelets that we call hemoglobin, and that's what the oxygen sticks to, these little tiny plates. They're like microscopic plates that the oxygen sticks to, and then that is circulated around so that, uh, and it's taken off of the plates by the a lymphatic system. Um, there are diagrams in the book that show that. It, it sounds like, well, how, how does that happen? It's an incredible uh, way that that happens, but the, the lymph, wherever there's a circulatory artery, there's a lymph artery, and the, the lymph artery goes, it permeates the circulatory artery and pulls into the cellular environment the uh, oxygen that is sitting on those little tiny microscopic plates. And then the cells use it for, use the oxygen for respiration. And then uh, the other part of the oxygen molecule inextricably combined with the oxygen molecule is what we call ether. Ether is the element of consciousness or the element that allows what we call our soul to remain in the body. So whenever oxygen is not flowing, not only are we not getting what we, life force, the cells are not getting the oxygen they need to, to do their work. Do you advocate people buying a rebounder and using it daily? Absolutely. Five minutes on the rebounder or the mini trampoline is the equivalent of running a mile, but you don't jump up and down on it. What you do is you, you act like you're walking, a nice bounce, and you keep your feet on the floor of the trampoline because there are actually lymph pumps in the feet. Uh, our the Western medicine doesn't, uh, doesn't show that, but other uh, systems do show the lymph pumps in the feet. And so you want to keep your feet on the, on the floor of the trampoline and just act like you're walking. A nice brisk walk, you get a nice bounce. You know, NASA proved that that was the most efficient way of getting in shape and staying in shape. That's what they use for the astronauts. I didn't know that till I read your book. Yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. But there is so much that has been done and so much that is, well, I just tried to share as much as I could. Your book was packed. Do you think in your in my lifetime there will be such a thing as a lymph test for health? Well, actually, there already is. Um, in Chapter 4, well, they have lymph tests, but, you know, if you understand how the lymphatic system works, then you can, in Chapter 4, we, it's an animated section, and the animated section is for children and for people who want to have, you know, it's just an easier way to understand how the lymph system works, and you see a character that we created by the name of Lymphy who goes <laughs> from radiant health all the way to disease and all of that, and you see how that happens and why it happens. I love that. And well, with just that alone, if you, if you just read through that section, when you start seeing the first stage of lymph blockage all the way to the sixth stage of lymph block, you, you'll be able to have an idea yourself of how, of what state your lymphatic system is in by the symptoms of what's going on with you. What happened to you when your doctor pronounced you terminal? Well, it wasn't a very nice situation. Which, by the way, I think, doctor, is and should be a criminal act to tell a patient that they are terminal because that's something between the patient and God, not the doctor. It ends up being a placebo-like subconscious program that I think is detrimental and dangerous. I was discussing this with Bruce Lipton last and it should be criminalized for a doctor to talk to a patient like that. That's the kind of power the medical priesthood has. Well, that's true, and you're absolutely right. And let me say this. Having been on both sides, if you 
as long as a person has their will to live, they will live no matter what's going on with their body. But once you lose your will to live, well, then that's when people, you know, expire. And so when they make these pronouncements like, well, you're only going to live for such and such, how dare they? Absolutely. Doctors, a lot of them are suggesting people to death. Exactly. Exactly. So if somebody said that to me or anybody I know, I would immediately, uh, that would be the end of my relationship with them. Well, didn't it have to be for you since you were pronounced terminal? Well, yeah, but it, it was all, but it was at the end when, and also they told me they didn't know what I had and they said, I mean, I was really young. I was really young. So. How young is young? <laughs> I was just like everybody else. Well, the doctors are God. They know what's going on. And so they kept telling me, well, we don't know what you have, but we want you to go to this clinic. And so I, the clinic was in New York, uh, not New York City, it was upstate. And so they were saying, well, you know, we can't do anything. If anything, this is the only place that can help you. That's what they said to me. We don't understand. We don't know what's going on, nothing. So I go there for six months. Now, every month I was getting a symptom that I didn't have the previous month before. And the doctor would just say, he would pat me on the arm and say, well, let's wait a little longer and see what happens. Were you getting chemo at the time? Well, yeah, they were giving me that, but I didn't know what I was taking. I mean, and I was too ignorant at that point to uh, understand that I needed to understand what I was taking. And uh, let me say to every listener listening, always find out what you're taking and if you're taking something, what the effects are. And let me share this. There's no such thing as a side effect. There are effects. Thank you for that critical distinction. Thank well, you that's so important much. For people to know because they want to make side like, oh, well, you know, this is a side. No, 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 no. These are the effects of, of the drug, whatever it is. There's no such thing as a side effect. Well, the purpose to say a side effect is to trivialize the harm that's being done by the treatment protocol. Or the drug. Well, that's one of the reasons why they stopped teaching the doctors about the lymphatic system. Drugs cause blockages in the lymphatic system. And the O says to do no harm. And so uh, in, before the mid-50s, the doctors would never give you drugs. It had to be the last resort. And everything was also uh, herb-based. So after that, things change, especially when the uh, pharmaceutical companies bought major interest in the medical schools and they they turned everything to chemical medicine. Can you talk about Dr. Samuel West and Dr. Warburg, just contextual background? I think you would talk about it beautifully. Okay, absolutely. First of all, uh, I knew Dr. West very well. He was a brilliant man and a very passionate man. And he was the only person in the whole United States to set up a school to teach people about the lymphatic system. Because he understood the lymphatic system being electromagnetic, but, but his way of explaining it was more from a religious point of view. So a lot of people didn't appreciate that part of it, but at least they were able to get how important and how effective uh, or how uh, effective uh, using certain energy techniques were with the lymph system. Like he used a trampoline and then he had different ways of stroking the body with the hand because we have enough energy coming out of our fingers to move our lymph systems in certain ways. Kind of like lymphatic massaging? Yeah, kind of like that. Okay. And, um, on the uh, uh, on the trampoline, because when you get on the trampoline, first of all, you're you're going to get forty times more oxygen moving through your system. That's major. 
40 times more oxygen moving through your system than it is normally moving through your system. That's profound. Oxygen is what heals us. That's the healer. So the more oxygen you have in your system, the less you're going to have any kind of issues or diseases or anything like that. Uh, Dr. West knew this, and so he was teaching, and he devised his uh, trampoline and and, um, uh, his method of doing that. And um, he was the first person to talk about Dr. Warburg. Dr. Otto Warburg won the Nobel Prize in 1931 for discovering the cause of cancer. 1931, the cause of cancer was discovered. It is a lack of oxygen at the cellular level. It's called hypoxia. So hypoxia means you literally have uh, hardly, and you don't have enough oxygen in your system to keep your cells healthy. It's you're really it's called uh, an anaerobic situation. Anaerobic means not enough oxygen. Aerobic means there's enough oxygen, and people hear those terms. So if they now they know what that is. I want to share something interesting and pivotal to what you're saying with you very quickly. I have a dear friend of mine who developed a tumor behind her nose, and mm-hmm. for a year they couldn't tell her whether it was cancerous or not. So they put her on chemotherapy and heavy doses of radiation all at the same time. She was violently ill. She almost died from the treatments, couldn't function. I got her set up to do hyperbaric oxygen treatments. Mm-hmm. And she went in and felt incredible for those five out of the 30 treatments I set her up for. Oh, my goodness. Turns out she goes back to her oncologist at USC, and he plants a seed in her mm-hmm. ear and says, you know, some cancers really love oxygen, which will make them grow. We just don't know what you have. And what do you think she did? She stopped all her hyperbaric oxygen treatments. She stopped out of fear. That was two months ago. I cannot tell you how upset I was. Well, where is she? Is she still here? Yeah, she's in Glendale, California. Okay, well, uh, all I can say to anyone is, if you are doing any therapy that is not considered uh, uh, a Western-type therapy, because believe me, there are many therapies that cure cancer, like Ayurvedic is another one, um, and you are having results, keep your results. Do not listen to people who are telling you that your results are not happening for you. you know, how dare somebody tell you that? What they're doing is they're actually taking your life from you. It's like how can you believe someone outside of you when your results are something else? The fact that he told her that there are some kind of cancers that love that that you know love oxygen and, and therefore it, will grow. <laughs> That is the most ridiculous thing I have ever heard. She said to me, you know, I've actually heard that there are some cancers that grow with oxygen. I had to pull away because this is an indoctrination. It's a religious indoctrination system. The standard of care and the unwillingness to be receptive to things that have worked for people for a long time. It's profound. It's profound. Do you know that Steve Jobs had millions of dollars worth of treatments? Millions of dollars. And the author of his new book, in an interview I saw last week, was suggesting that because he didn't go in for standard care when they first saw pancreatic cancer, and he waited nine months and, quote, played around with herbs, that's why he died. Oh, my God. If he had pancreatic cancer... And he had not been doing what he had been doing. He would have been gone before that. Even though there are, uh, well, there it, it's just really sad. Profound messaging to the public. It's profound. You, if a person is not willing 
to take responsibility for their own health at this point and do the research and find out for themselves what's going on, they will be taken out of their bodies. Our system is no longer a system that is about curing. It isn't. And you know what also was profound, doctor, that billions of dollars and all the success, there were not subconscious programs, even in Steve Jobs, that gave him the faith to go forward with all of these remedies that have been working for thousands of years. And it doesn't matter how credible somebody is, how much power and fame and money, it doesn't make for receptivity. No, it doesn't. And sometimes it, 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 people are totally unreceptive uh, on that level because if they have the same, we all got the same programming. Right. Doctors of God, you know, the, the, the Western medical profession knows everything about everything. All I can tell you is not true. One of the oldest medical systems in the world is Ayurvedic medicine. And like we have, two different kinds of, of uh, diabetes that, that they've discovered here. They have 36. <laughs> 36 different kinds of uh, diabetes they've been able to not only discover but treat. Um, the reason why I am so uh, uh, happy and uh and I work with an Ayurvedic uh, master is because with all the poverty and all that goes on in India, those people do not have the privileges, the food, nothing that we have. But not, they don't have any of the issues that we have. They don't have rampant cancer, any of that. And it's because of the Ayurvedic medicine there and the Ayurvedic doctors. That's what's practiced, even though they have... Western medicine, if you want it in their hospitals, they have in the Ayurvedic. It, Western medicine is rarely, if ever, used because uh, we are, our system is a very young system and it's a chemical system and uh, it's not, uh, well, they just, it's not, they're still learning and uh they're actually not learning. What they're doing is they've just accepted that what they do is what they do and that's what they're going to do. And, if, and whether you like it or not, this is all and will prevent people from trying other systems if they can. But they know that other systems work. I was talking to a, a host of, of, about a year and a half ago and he told me, he called me after the show was over, he called his uncle who was one of the professors at one of the top medical schools in the Washington, D.C. area, and he said, he just asked his uncle, uncle, what do you know about the lymphatic system? And he came straight out and said, well, I have to confess we don't know much about it. If you don't understand your lymphatic system, there's no way to fully stay healthy because it's involved with your thinking, with your feeling, with your actions, not just with your food and all of that. So every time you get upset, you put a block in your lymph system that prevents oxygen from getting to your cells. So essentially, we are beings that thrive in happiness and accord. We don't thrive under discord. And so... What we look at matters, too. So people are watching the news and they're looking at all these negative things. That's affecting you. That's putting blockages in the lymphatic system. Just by, If you look at something and you, and you are reacting to it and it's, say, somebody getting blown up or shot or whatever, you actually have affected your lymphatic system. You've put a block there. Because anything that you react to that is of a discord to you will create a block. You're also referring kind of to the quantum realm, right? This is where oh, you're, what you're talking about. Well, remember, our lymphatic system is electromagnetic. It's our energy body. 
our energy body is connected to our essence all the way to our physical being. So at every moment, some part of your system is being affected by your lymph, by your actions, your thoughts, and your feelings, and, and what we do. And so in order to, so to have an understanding of that and to have an understanding of why it happens, when it happens, and how you can prevent it, you can keep yourself healthy and you can keep your children or your loved ones healthy. But it requires education. And so uh, I wrote the book because I couldn't keep saying the same thing over and over to everybody and I couldn't reach enough people who were searching for answers to why people get sick, why all this. Well, it's all lymphatic. Every disease known to man is caused by blockages in the lymphatic system. It all starts on the cellular level. Everything in our body is made up of cells, and the lymph system's job is to remove the, the cellular debris and to bring the oxygen into the cellular environment so that the cells can thrive. Anything that will prevent that process will create pain, suffering, disease, and eventual death if we can't address it. Can we talk a little bit about breathing? Because I did a breathing show two years ago that I was so excited about, and I noticed that you also talked about breathing, and you talked about a Russian doctor, Dr. Michael Akopans. Would you talk about the connection to breathing and your work with him and your experience of him and what you got out of the whole thing? I thought that was fascinating. Oh, he was a fascinating man. He was five foot three, and he was the head doctor for the Kremlin from Khrushchev to Gorbachev. And he was the greatest doctor of bioenergy to come out of the University of Moscow. You know, at the uh, Russian system of education is is a little different than ours. They you you get trained based on what your propensities are for. So obviously he already had uh, some talents in the areas of uh, healing and all that. But how that occurred uh, is a fascinating story on, unto itself. But I met Dr. Akopants, uh, and um, uh, he, had, he had us come into a room, and it was dark. And uh, he walked around you, and then uh, he would go to a chart, of the back of the body and the front of the body, and he would point to it because he's, when I met him, he had only been here a couple of months, and he hadn't learned to speak English yet, and that was 1999. Wow. And uh, he, was, he's a, he had X-ray eyes, so he could see everything in the body. Then once he would point, then through the interpreter, he would say, this is what I'm going to work on, and... Uh, uh, and so he would lay you down on the table and just touch you. And then whatever was going on was gone. Well, of course, we're all fascinated when that happens. And so uh, I started, I, I went to him, and um, I, once after I met him, I was thinking, gee, my clients would love this man. So I asked him to come down uh, to Del Mar, that's where I was, they had my practice at the time, and uh, he did, and he he taught me a lot about breathing. Everything is in the breath. The power is in the breath. Our life force is in the breath. Everything is in the breath. So he, he taught me these 10 different breathing uh, exercises, and there's one in particular that I give everyone. And uh, just from the breathing alone, some people have been cured just from breathing or, you know, because of the oxygen content became so great that they were able, that their bodies were able to turn themselves around. So uh, breathing is really, really important. And uh, the way that breathing exercise is... Uh, 
is similar to a, a, um, a yoga breathing. It's like you breathe in real hard and then you bend over, you suck in your stomach, and then you breathe out, but you have to make a sound so it would kind of sound like this. And, and you're really forcing the air, all that stale air, out of your lungs. And, and every time you do it, it's like you're, you're filling your, your lungs with more and more fresh air that's full of oxygen. Well, um, just, just that breathing exercise, like 10 times, 3 times a day doing that was just amazing for a lot of people. And still, even if you do it now, just before you go out for a walk or before you get on your trampoline, and let me say this about the trampoline. If you get, if you're a walker or runner or you have other activities you like to do, you know, to keep your body in shape, the only reason we have to exercise at all is to move our lymph system. That's the only reason we have to exercise. A lot of us don't like going to the gym because it's not really natural. That's something that had to come about to assist us with uh, getting the uh, exercise that we need because before people moved into the cities, people, most people lived on farms or they had communities where they were moving enough. You were stooping you know, uh, moving your arms, your, you know, uh, people lived on farms. So you got enough exercise that you didn't have to do what we call uh, exercise. It was just natural, and that's the way it should be. However, we have to create that for ourselves. So the trampoline is one way to do it, and it's fun, and it's, it's, it's efficient, Five minutes is the equivalent of running a mile, and your body will respond as if you've run a mile. So I usually have everybody do 15 minutes a day, and if they, some people have to build up to that. So they start with however minutes they feel comfortable, and then add 30 seconds a day to that, just 30 seconds a day, and they'll build themselves up to the 15 minutes or five minutes three times a day on the trampoline keeping your feet on the floor just like you're walking and you move your arms like you're walking. Um, if, this, if this were a visual show, I could, you know, show, but I, I think I, I'm hoping that everybody gets the idea. Sure. Now, Dr. Michael Acopons talked about breathing correctly. He talked about focused breathing and the use of oxygen, which is what you're talking about. Absolutely. He, uh, we brought him to a camp that I was involved with, with, with all these professional athletes. Not, not one of them was over 25 years old. And now Dr. Dr. Acapons was 72 at the time, and he also trained the cosmonauts and the uh, Russian athletes, especially the ones that were bodybuilders, because uh, he was the champion. He won every weightlifting class. There was. I mean, and here's this tiny little man. You're thinking, how could he do it? Well, he had these guys come in. He put 300 pounds on a barbell and told each of the guys to come over and lift it. Not one of them could lift it. He went over. He lifted that up like it was just, uh, you know, a five-pound weight. He just... And, of course, everybody's mouth was open. And then he had each guy come back, and he corrected their posture, corrected their breathing, and then every one of them could lift it. That's so profound. That was profound. And so, and, and he said to them, breathing is everything. He made a statement about American athletes. He said, American athletes look beautiful, but he said they're sick. And he said they're going to be sick because they don't know how to breathe. I thought, wow, that's amazing. And uh, so that day was a, uh, a uh, turning point for a lot of those athletes because they started working with him and learning about the breathing and everything. But what's happening now is we're down to about 15% oxygen in the air. Now, if you live around a lot of trees and a lot of vegetation, it might be a little higher. 
that's not enough to keep any of us healthy. So at this point, we are we should be taking some form of oxygen. Um, uh, there is uh, a capsule form. It's a magnesium peroxide that I use, and I have the people that come to me use. Um, and it's uh, it's well again, it's a magnesium peroxide. It, it's called OxyCleanse. The reason why I like that one. I've used all of the different oxygen products. That one is the most balanced. And, uh, and so I, I like that one the best. So, and I've been using that one for the last 19 years. And, uh, the results are always consistent. And you feel better. After a week, you don't have any smell to the waist. And you'll start having a lot of energy, and you'll just notice, wow, gee, my, my stamina is, wow, I, mean, I don't feel tired. And, and so that's important to know. We, uh, you, there are oxygen drops that people can get. Uh, again, I like the magnesium peroxide because it goes into the intestines, and all of our organs have an ending point in our intestines. And so as it goes into the intestines, it can kill parasites and pathogens and all of that. And uh, so it really, really helps with the health and the cleansing process and removing from our systems life forms and things that we don't even know is there. Can you share with us about the biophotonic energy lymph detox the biophotonic world is also part of new energy medicine and i want you to share about it and what you've learned with the biophotonic energy lymph detox and why you're doing it okay the reason i do that is because it is the most effective in removing the protein blockages in the lymphatic system the uh, BELD system, BELD stands for Biophotonic Lymphatic Detoxin Drainage. Um, it is a technology that is an LED technology uh, that is made specifically for breaking up the protein blockages in the lymphatic system no matter where they are. So it is a solution to removing the protein blockages. Now, with manual lymphatic drainage, all we could do is remove the surface uh, fluid, but we could not affect the cause of the fluid. So now we can remove the blockage, and uh, that's the cause of everything, all the diseases and everything. And so it is a new paradigm. It is an innovation in lymphology. Are these light-emitting diodes? How does it work? Okay. What it does is the negatively charged lights in different, they're calibrated in different resonances or, or what people would call frequencies, but that's kind of a misnomer, but it, it gives people an idea because they can think of radio frequencies and it's like, well, if you move to this station, it's 12-something, this one is 9, this one is 8. So the different frequencies or resonances that are required based on uh, the substance that's causing the blockage uh, that is also uh, captured at the time that the upset occurs or that the chemical goes into the body. As the protein coagulates because of that's the effect that it has on that. We call that trapping. Whatever the substance is, is also trapped with that. So the uh, light-emitting diodes are, they, they work like liquid crystals, which our cells work like that too. Are they pulsed? Yeah, they are pulsed. Okay. And the different, the, the pulsing is what the different, frequencies are, what the different resonances are. It is a light, all of the different resonances are negatively charged. 
That is because all of the protein blockages and all of the uh, diseases, all these things are negatively charged. So when the uh, light hits the negative, the negatively charged light hits the negatively charged blockage, like and like repels. So it literally breaks it up through dissociation. It hits it and it just breaks it apart because like repels. And so it's a very simple, very simple uh, uh, concept. Yeah, it's a very simple concept but extremely effective. So is it applied to a certain part of the body or parts of the body? It's applied to the entire lymphatic system. We start from the top and we go from the head to toe. Wow. And uh, it takes, we usually do 10 treatments. So 10 treatments to completely go from head to toe. If a person comes in and they have some kind of issue or disease or something like that, uh, we deal with that first, and then we start cleaning the rest of the system. And so uh, we are really at a time where uh, we don't have to die of diseases. If we're dying of diseases, it's because of ignorance. What did the doctors say to you when you were well or getting well and no longer doing standard care of treatment for what? Well, was- I have to tell you, when I left that office that day, <laughs> they have never seen me since. Because once, um, well, first of all, I realized that uh, I was an experiment because when I went in for that last day and I at that point, I had a, a constant stream of toxins and poisons running down my neck because the week before I went in, there were five nodes that opened up in my neck and started draining on the outside because our lymph system is so incredibly made that it will endeavor to keep the body alive under all circumstances. That's its job. And so if it cannot remove the toxins and poisons in a normal way, it'll make openings on the outside and start pouring them out that way. And so that's what was happening. And so when I went in and I was saying to the nurse, after I, now I had seen the doctor, you see him about five minutes, and he, he, I looked, he looked at them and he said, Oh, well, that's interesting. And I said, well, what is it? I mean, you know, this, this shouldn't be happening. He said, well, he did the same thing he always did, patted me on the arm and said, well, let's see. Well, let's see what happens. Let's just wait a little longer. Well, I went out, and normally they give you, when they give you your medicine, they don't give you the pamphlet that goes with it. They, give, they put their label on it, and then you follow the instructions. Well, Divine Providence would have it. The nurse gave me the medicine with the pamphlet on it, and I read it, and it said, this is verbatim, if your patient is having any of these symptoms, discontinue use or permanent damage will result. Well, I read that, and I said to the nurse, well... I have all these symptoms but one. Why is the doctor giving me this? It says to not give it to your patient or permanent damage can result. And she said, well, honey, that's what we give all of our cancer patients. I said, what are you talking about? She said, well, this is what we give all the cancer patients. I said, well, what are you talking about? I said, no. She said, well, everybody here has cancer. I said, well, they didn't tell me that. They told me they didn't know what I had. So I didn't know that I was being treated for cancer. I didn't even know I had cancer. That is just just outrageous. They didn't know what I had. (laughs) Well, I have to tell you, I I burst into the doctor's office, and I have to tell you, I did curse about. I don't blame (laughs) you. I was really angry. And I just said to him, if I'm going to die, I'm going to die, but I'm not going to let you people kill me. What did he say? 
I was going out the door at that point, and he just hollered after me, and he just said, well, it doesn't matter anyway. You only have three weeks to live. I was, it stopped me in my tracks, of course. I was, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I mean, I couldn't believe, I, I thought, who are these people? Who are these beings? Because they certainly... Outrageous. Outrageous. I was stunned. And I was... The nurse looked at me. She was practically crying. Because she didn't know what... I mean, you know, it's like, what a cruel... So they're basically experimenting on you. Right, right. I was an experiment. And so that's when I, you know, realized, well, I was an experiment. And uh, I was meant to die. They were going to watch me go through all that until I died, and and then uh, who knows what. Who was handling the billing? Was this going to insurance company? Who was paying for this? Well, I had plenty of insurance, and, um, you know, I was, I was married, and I was, you know, there was plenty of money, so I didn't have to be concerned about that. And that's the whole thing. When you have a lot of insurance, they really, really drag things out. They put you through everything they can think of because they want the insurance money. And so that's the way it was. I mean, I, the insurance company was paying for everything. I didn't have to pay for anything. And so uh, anyhow, so that's, that's what happened with that. So I had never gone back to that system once. I, once I got home and I had that one revelation and then I had the revelation of this time and I sat in meditation and all that, people were being sent to me who understood other ways of dealing with the body. And so I learned all that from them and then started doing my own study. And then when I uh, uh, found Dr. West, uh, I had I was already using energy to do body sculpting because I just love all that. What is body sculpting? What do you mean? I learned to do clinical laser therapy by this company that come over. They had this system where we could do the same thing that plastic surgeons can do without cutting people. And... Um, uh, I was made aware of that system. I, you know, one of my friends was going to, to meet this lady who had this system for cellulite. Now, living in, while I was in New York, I don't know anybody in New York that has cellulite because <laughs> you're walking too much. <laughs> but having moved to L.A. and I'm in a car a lot, I mean, I saw a little bit. And so it was like, oh, God, okay, we've got to do something about this. So we went. And... Uh, I could see a difference after the treatment, but the next day, 80% of it was gone. And I, I was thinking, oh, wow, this, there's something to this. <laughs> well, so I uh, talked to the lady. She was the only one that had been trained in the United States to do this because the company had just come over here. And so I talked to the president of the company, and they said, okay, we'll train you. So that's how I got started with that. So it's called body sculpting? Yeah, it was called, it, the system was called body sculpting by Andre Lapasse. And it was very involved. We had to use wet gauze, hot wet gauze that we would wrap electrodes around the, that were five or seven meters long that we would wrap around the arms or the legs or whatever part that we were treated. And then we would do alternating current. And the alternating current would actually reduce or enlarge or whatever we were doing. You know, we did it with energy. Now, this was in Vogue and Cosmopolitan, but the company, after six months, was out of, they were, they went bankrupt because no one could believe that that could really happen. And they realized that the Americans didn't know anything about the lymphatic system, so there was no base to, to have them understand what was happening. And they realized that it was going to take a whole educational effort, which they were not prepared to do. And so they let it go. But uh, I had my own machine, and, uh, and I started 
being more interested in what it could do medically or what it could do for diseases and conditions and things like that. That's where my mind went with it. And then um, that's when I engaged more with uh, Dr. West, and we had uh, many conversations. And uh, right before uh, things had changed it, in his life, we had actually collaborated to, we were going to marry the two because he understood exactly what I was doing and, and, and how it worked. And, uh, of course, it didn't, didn't happen that way, and he uh, is no longer with us, I'm sorry to say. And, now, was uh, he ever put in jail, Dr. West? No, no. Okay. That was a, mis- that was a mistake. Okay. He didn't go to jail, but he was threatened with jail for a whole year. And then there was a Matal case. Um, uh, during that Matal case, uh, he uh, he proved unequivocally that lymphology was valid and that it works. And so they left him alone after that. Uh, 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 it, well, not really, but I mean, they they didn't at least. They didn't weren't overtly after him, but he was always harassed here and there because he was the only school in the whole United States to teach about the lymphatic system, and I so honor him for that because it took courage, and uh, he what he went through, uh, bringing that forth. Uh, you really had to have resolve. Absolutely. That's something that you really had to wait. Obviously, he came to do that because he had what it took to get it done and to uh, bring it forth. So what I do now is I teach people uh, BELD, and uh, the school is... uh, Obviously, uh, a, an innovation. It's, it's, it's. I consider myself uh, a uh, an outcome of Dr. West's school because you know we have the technology now. And um, when I was engaging with Dr. West at that time, we were using cold laser technology or the particle beam type, which is still being. Uh, advertised and all that and and they do work but you do have to know the lymphatic system and you do have to know exactly what to do and what I didn't like about the particle beam generator type uh, technology was that it had a static effect on the emotional body so people would get really emotional and and my concern was always uh, that you know uh, if somebody might become suicidal because they could they can become that emotional, and I did not like that, and so I was looking for something that could remedy that. So we got, that's when I learned the EFTs, emotional freedom techniques, to try to assist people with removing from their emotional bodies the discord that had uh, lodged in them based on whatever. Uh, traumatic experience they went through, and that helped. But it was it wasn't a hundred percent. But it was better than nothing. Right. So, but now you're in a whole advanced system of lights. Oh yeah. Yeah. The LED technology is the closest to our own light that we can get. It's a more perfect light, and so it does not have the static effect on the emotional body. In fact. It just neutralizes the information of the upset and as it removes the blockage. So uh, usually people have no interface with it, uh, with the emotional part of or or whatever, say that they were in an accident. So the information of the accident is neutralized so they don't have any um, interface with that. There's no reaction to it. If there's a lot of emotional release, then the person just feels tired. And I just tell them, well, then you just go and rest, drink your water. And, you know, there are other things that we tell them to do, their baths and all that. In the book, there's a self-help section in the back, so people can begin 
to help themselves. Fabulous book. I really enjoyed it. Really enjoyed it. Thank you for all that you are and are doing. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Yes, I would like to say, please always educate yourself about anything that you're about to do to your body or with your body. And please get the book so that you can take back the power of your own health. Because when you understand a lymphatic system and how it works and what it's connected to and how that works, then you can do a lot yourself. We're incredible beings. We have the ability to keep ourselves healthy and happy through everything. We just have to learn how. And so this is my uh, contribution to humanity, and, and, and my hope is that everybody that reads the book is able to benefit from it in such a way that they're able to keep themselves and their loved ones healthy. Thank you so much for being with us. Ladies and gentlemen, we have been talking with, learning from, and listening to Dr. Topsana Thomas, the author of Secrets of the Lymphatic System, The Fountain of Youth is Within Us. You can reach her by going to beldglobal.com, B-E-L-D like dog, global.com. How do people reach you by phone? Okay, if they want to reach me by phone, then they would call... 928-282-2564. That's my office number. If they want to, if they want to buy a book and they can't access it online, if they go to lymphsecrets.com, that's the book site. If it's not up, call me and I'll be able to take your order in the office. Fabulous. Thank you so much, doctor. Thank you so much.